DJ PK and City Boren joining us, sports reporter for the Washington Post. She joins us on the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Cindy, good morning. Good morning. So, so many questions. <laughs> College football. And no answers. <laughs> right. College football is such a big deal here because we don't have an NFL team. But we have multiple mm-hmm. college football teams and now... All but one have been shut down by their conferences. Uh, Big Sky, Mountain West, and Pac-12. So I think people are curious, why are the conferences not all on the same page? When you ask that question, what answers do you get? There's no leadership. Uh, or, or maybe there's too much leadership. There are all these different medical, <clears throat> excuse me, each conference has a different group of medical people that it's listening to. It has different administrators it's listening to. Some of them are more backgrounded in science, epidemiology, some of them in finance. Um, and, the, and of course, there's the enormous pressure of, of finances. Uh, you know, nobody wants to see football go away. It feeds all the other programs. And of course, we all like football. Uh, there's just no real cohesive leadership, and you have kind of an imbalance among the conferences. You have the Big Five, and then you have everyone else, and you have, where's the NCAA in this? Uh, there, there really is no leadership from the top there. So you live in an interesting community back there in the D.C. area because, you know, you've got the, obviously you've got Big Ten with Maryland up the road, Virginia's down the street, so to speak. So you got a lot of different things going on there, and you got this one conference over here that says we're out, and uh, I haven't heard the ACC, and, and then by extension, you know, we got the Big 12 and the SEC. Have any feeling, I, 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 they can say that where we're, we're going to go ahead, as long as they don't say we're out, they can't really say we're going to go ahead and for sure play because we don't really know. But do you have any indication as far as the actual ability to be able to have them play? Because they haven't said they're not, so just assume for a second that they're going to. But do we really know that they will actually get out on the field? We don't. And I know one thing that has just put a a real uh, reality check on all of their thinking was the the studies about cardiomyopathy, um, uh, myocarditis, I believe it is, as a complication of uh, COVID-19 cases. Nobody wants to see that. You know, that is a real uh, a real game changer for them. They looked at that. They understand now that that's something that even a young athlete like the Red Sox pitcher, Eduardo Rodriguez, he's 27. He came out with myocarditis. Um, uh, you know, that's, that's something that they don't want to think about and uh, in terms of liability. So the conference commissioners who shut it down feel like they're caught between their, their medical people telling them not to and their lawyers telling them, listen to the medical people. Is that really how the dominoes fall? And if they fall for these other leagues, that's how they fall? I think it probably is. Uh, I, I think there's enormous pressure in the South. And I take uh, Nick Saban's point that sometimes you look at, at athletes and they're especially young athletes, having been young once, uh, you're probably better having more structure. You know where to be at a certain time. You're going to be tested X number of times uh, a day or a week. 
you're probably going to be safer in some respects in that bubble, even if it's not a physical bubble. Uh, but you're living in a, on a campus, you're living in a dorm, or you're living maybe at home, you're going home at times, you're going back into a community, you're going back into a home with other members of your family who might be vulnerable. So, you know, it, I wish there were, I think if there's one thing we've learned with the coronavirus over all these months, there's, there just aren't any easy answers to, to how to handle this. And the easiest answers were four months ago, and, you know, America shut everything down, and here we are again. I, my thinking was, I think college was looking at, at pushing it to next spring, in, you know, with the big big um, 10 and Pac-12, but do you think we're going to be farther along next spring? I'd have thought we'd have been farther along in five months, so I, I'm... I'm just not optimistic, and I, and I think everyone else, as much as I don't have an answer, I don't think anyone does. So since you have the ACC in the backyard, do you think they're just going to mm-hmm. try to make a go of it, or do you think they'll call it off? My guess is they'll call it off, and that's just purely a guess right now. I think the SEC will try to try to play. Um, I, Maybe that will influence them. You know, the Big, Big 12 and the SEC, uh, if those those two played, they'd probably jump in. But I think they're probably going to wait and take their cues from those conferences. You know, you talk about the lack of national leadership, and it's every conference for itself. And I'm curious if you've gotten a good explanation from any ACC people. The ACC clearly thought that there was – value in playing these in-state rivalry games. And so they okayed 10 conference games and one non-conference game. And it was clearly set up to preserve Georgia, Georgia Tech, and Florida, Florida State, and Louisville, Kentucky, and Clemson, South Carolina. And then the SEC, who we all view, especially on this side of the country, we view the SEC as all in on college football, the most money, the most pride, the biggest, just more, the most hype, and... The SEC said no. What the heck did they do that for? I'm not really sure. The, the commissioner is interesting. He has been at odds with um, some of his coaches. I, I'm not sure what really is going on there. I, I do know that they're talking to one another, but you know, time's wasting. Maybe they can push back until October, uh, you know, a little bit later, push the start back a month, six weeks, eight weeks. But, um, but, again, there just still hasn't been a consensus. At some point, someone will make a decision, and then everything else will fall into place. I think that's one thing we've seen in sports uh, throughout the coronavirus pandemic, is that someone makes a decision, and then everything else falls in line. And look at um, the, uh, the way the NCAA tournament fell apart with the Ivy League and then the Big Ten. Uh, that's just the way it seems to go. If there could be any form of silver lining on this, how about if the other three big conferences, and there's a couple other non-Power 5 conferences that might want to play, how about their players and their coaches, particularly the young kids, that with this startling development of two power conferences not playing in the Mountain West and so forth, that it really puts them on notice to not break the protocols that we've been told to do as far as what is best to make sure the social distancing and whatnot. So 
these kids, at least if we go forward, they should know better at this point, right? Oh, have you been young? (laughs) (laughs) I can't Uh, remember. (laughs) I must have been. I know. I know. And did you go to a party in college? (laughs) Uh, Don't Uh, answer that. You don't have to answer that. (laughs) Yeah, just about six times a week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think it's really, really difficult. You know, I'm... I've read all the information. I'm careful, and yet sometimes I find myself doing things, you know, going out without a mask or something. And it's like, what are you doing? You know, you know better than this. And I then I stop and think what it what I would have been like at that age. And I, you know, it just takes it just takes one or two athletes to to go out. Look at the Cleveland Indians. Not that they've had widespread testing, but you know, a couple of their athletes went out. Uh, went out with friends in Chicago. It it just takes a couple of people. It's, the reason it's worked so well for the NBA and so far for the NHL is because they're locked down in a bubble. You can't really do that with college college sports. City Boren join us, sports reporter for the Washington Post. As much as everyone's watching college football, what is the vibe in that area around the NFL team and around the NFL's ability to make a full season happen? I think people are skeptical about a full season. Um, I think people understand uh, a little bit like baseball. There will be uh, there will be stops. There will be moments when certain teams uh, have widespread positive testing, or you know, a half dozen or several tests, positive tests, and the NFL will have to adjust. Or they'll have to move, it, move cancel a non-conference uh, opponent, something like that. The NFL has the possibility of pushing back as well. Uh, the NFL can push its season back. The NFL has that luxury. The NFL also has, of course, unlimited money. <laughs> and a couple of teams, like the Cowboys and the Saints, have already started uh, their own kind of mini bubbles. They've created at, uh, hotels during training camp or what passes for training camp. And I wonder if maybe more teams won't won't try to do that. But it's hard to do with 1,500 athletes. And, you know, remember, not all of them are making uh, the kind of money that uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes is making. So uh, I just think uh, the NFL, like baseball, is just going to proceed full speed ahead no matter what. There's too much money in it otherwise. And, of course, that's the driving force for all of this. So as far as leadership, let's take the aside from the political aspect of it, just stick with the college sports and leadership, and we've got these conferences going in different directions. Do you think that as we progress into giving these kids more money with the licensing and the name imaging and all that stuff, that maybe through all of this there could be some good come of it or and have some type of uniformity in terms of national college leadership or does it just reek too much of the pros and presidents don't want to get over that line? Well, president, uh, college presidents don't like to give up their power. Individual commissioners, um, conference commissioners don't like to give up their power. But yes, I think it has to go in that direction. I, I think players are going to demand that. I wonder if you won't see a number of players if there aren't 
uh, you know, if there isn't a fall season in football, just say, you know what, I'm going to go to the NFL if they're eligible to do so. Why wouldn't you? You know, why wouldn't you just go ahead and skip spring football if you're talented enough? It would cost you money in the short term, but maybe it's time to do that. Um, I think that makes sense. I'm not really sure that it will happen. It it makes sense to have a, a an actual commissioner running the whole show rather than trying to herd cats, which is basically what you know what Mark Emmert has to do in the NCAA. When the Pac-12 shut down, they shut down uh, all the way through the first of the year, which impacts mm-hmm. the start of the college basketball season and non-conference games, which, you know, they're not that big a deal, but it's still something, and it's starting to get into the next basketball season. Do you, Have you heard anything about other leagues even discussing that? Obviously, ACC basketball is really important to that conference, a big part of their identity. Any discussion about that, or is it all eyes on football right now? I think right now they're just trying to sort out the mess that is with that they have on their hands with football, um, and also the fact that it, it's sobering for them to look at it and realize they're going to expect now college athletes to play what twenty four, twenty five games in a in a shorter amount of time. That's not healthy either. None of it's healthy, <laughs> and, um, uh, let alone on a on a normal schedule. So uh, I think right now they're just trying to get through that. I think. Um, Basketball is—they're just kind of waiting to see how that how it all shakes out. Where where is the country in six months? Cindy Boren, sports reporter for the Washington Post, joining us. Cindy, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. Great to be with you.